Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. We're the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Greg Pogue out today. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. She joins us every Monday at this time, 1025, the Hall of Fame sports writer from the Associated Press, the great Teresa Walker. T, good morning. How are you? I am good. How are you doing? Uh, I, I, I'm figuring as a, a, a Gent fan that you weren't that upset with the way that game ended. I'm uh, just guessing. I can neither confirm nor deny that. Yeah, I can confirm it. Hell yeah. I was happy the Chiefs won. <laughs> yeah. You never want to see the Eagles win anything. All right, T, let's get right to it. The James Bradbury holding call. What did you think? Uh, I, it, it was a hold. And yep. he talked about it in the locker room. And that's what we call being a stand-up guy. Yep. You know, he, he didn't shy away from it. He didn't run. He talked to reporters. He stayed there talking to reporters for a bit. Uh, my problem with that call, uh, well, they didn't call much of it during the rest of the game. And mm-hmm. on the same play, when you look at the replay, on the offensive line, shoulda, coulda, woulda, called a holding penalty. There was I don't know if it was the uh, right tackle, right guard, but somebody was being beaten by a pass rusher who, you know, as he was going by him, not only did he have a hold of him, he was hooking on him. You know, so it was a hook and hold. They don't call that. It would have been offsetting penalties. How many times did Titans fans see that this year? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that's that's my problem. You know, it's like, do you know, and, you know, yes, every play in the game counts. And, you know, if, if, if Hurts does not – just somehow drop that one ball that gets scooped and scored. Mm. Uh, we're talking about something entirely different. And, you know, the vaunted Eagles defense uh, that came in with so many sacks didn't get to Mahomes. They, they tripped him up a couple times, and they certainly dominated them in, this, in the first half. But, you know, credit to, uh, you know, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, They made the changes, or, you know, and, and, and how in the world? Did Mahomes play so well in that second half, including one run on an ankle that I thought was going to – I think most of us thought was going to put him on the sideline for the rest of the game. And he insisted after the game that, no, he did not get a pain-killing shot. Yeah, so, okay. Yo, all right. Fine. Yeah, that really long <laughs> NFL halftime. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. Patrick. Thank you. Yeah, you know, was there a lightning bolt anywhere near Glendale last night? So, right. uh, yeah, it, it's, you know, but but it was a fun game. It was an amazing game. Mm-hmm. Uh, a mark that Steve McNair set uh, in the 2000 Super Bowl was topped last night by Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. for most rushing yards in the Super Bowl by a quarterback. That stood for 23 years, so that was impressive. Um, I mean, it was just, it was a fun game. I mean, you know, I, I love seeing all the, you know, for a change, I, you know, after having been at uh, two of the last previous three Super Bowls, it, it was unique. You know, I got to sit back and enjoy the pregame show because usually I'm working, writing, yep. and, and watch the commercials and, and watch every part of the game. And, you know, it, it, it's a different experience watching from home, um, you know, than when you're in the stadium. But uh, I'll, I'll say this. I'd rather be at Vegas next year. We'll see. Uh, hopefully I am. But uh, if not, yeah, well, at least I got a big 51-inch TV screen. <laughs> there you go. We're, we're, you've watched a lot of uh, uh, Super Bowls, Teresa, either on TV or in person. Where does this one rank in your mind? Well, it's easily top five. Yeah. 
uh, it might be top three. I mean, you've got uh, New England winning on Malcolm Butler's pick. You've got uh, the Patriots coming back from uh, 28 to three to force the first overtime in Super Bowl history. Mm-hmm. And then this one, it's just that that penalty, and I'm not so sure that ball was catchable. Yeah. This is another part of that whole component. I thought that was uncatchable the way that ball was thrown. Um, and for the hold and everything, that, I mean, it wasn't like it was a massive hold. That's why I thought the ball was uncatchable. And another reason why I wouldn't have thrown the flag in that situation. But, uh, you know, it, the, the, for as incredible as that game was, the last two minutes were absolutely no drama whatsoever. Uh, thanks to that one flag. So uh, I'm probably going to put it at number three. Well, where's, where's, uh, where's Eli to Tyree helmet catch? Come on, gee. Well, <laughs> now, see, that's the Jets fan and you coming out. I mean, <laughs> yes, that, that was good. That was very good. Come on. They beat, they beat the undefeated was, Patriots. Come on, gee. It was 17-14 was the final in that game, if I'm remembering you right. You are correct. Uh, and that was a good one. And, and yes, it, it, the Titans rams. If yep. Kevin Dyson wasn't stopped a yard short, they're kicking a field goal or – you know, or trying to force overtime, the mm-hmm. first, which would which would have been the first overtime in Super Bowl history. So, you know, it, it, that's the fun part is uh, you know trying to put, put these all into comparison. The the, the the for somebody who remembers the Super Bowls of the uh, eight most of the eighties and nineties, mm-hmm. where the game was over essentially by halftime, mm-hmm. and you're 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 it's like okay, what's left over there in the uh, chili bowl? Uh, is there any dip <laughs> left? Oh, commercials coming on. Okay, shut up. Watch uh, it, that. We at least got a great game, and I'm thankful for that. Well, I take a lot of pride in that. One of the most exciting Super Bowls in history was started by two uh, black quarterbacks, so I, I take a, a great deal of pride in that. Uh, AJ Brown, pretty good, pretty good game uh, yesterday for the Eagles. Caught that great touchdown pass. What did you think of his performance yesterday? Uh, it was good. It was, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, it, I'll just say this. He shows why it's so important to have not one, but two very, very good receivers on your team. Devontae Smith is more dangerous, and we saw what he was able to do in that game Mm -hmm. because there is an A.J. Brown on the field. And that's what the Titans have to address this offseason is getting somebody to help, uh, you know, the the guy that they've got, you know, to help him uh, take his next step. They've got to get more help for those skill positions. That's that's the, the message I took away from last night is that with Chigaquanquo and, geez, I am totally blanking on the receiver. The, Traylon you know, Burks. His name. Thank you, Traylon Burks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to have help. Yep. You know, so for all the people saying, uh, do this at quarterback, do that, uh, it doesn't matter who your quarterback is. <laughs> you don't have more help at the skill positions it's, and fix the offensive line. I'm standing on that hill. Teresa Walker is our guest, Hall of Fame sports writer from the Associated Press, joins us every Monday here on the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Well, that brings me to my next question, T. Tim Kelly named the offensive coordinator uh, last week, and it certainly seems like Vrabel, and you know him a little bit better than I do, but it certainly seems like he likes to hire guys on his staff that he has familiarity with, comfortability with. A lot of fans, and I'm sitting with one in the room right now are probably saying, you know, well, this could have been done, you know, weeks ago, all this exhaustive search and, and, you know, you pluck Tim Kelly from 
you know, your staff that's already here. What did you make of the hire, and what do you think he can add to this offense? Because I know Vrabel says we still want to be physical, but he did cop to the fact, kind of what you were alluding to, that we got to be more dynamic throwing the ball. And I said this earlier. You know, Ron Jaworski said this for years. Points come out of the passing game, but I'll add to this, T. Championships come out of the passing game. Last night was a perfect example. And I'm an ex-running back, and I love running the football, but you have to be able to to win games by throwing the football. Well, I'll say this. Both teams last night ran the ball very, very well. Yeah. You know, Pacheco gave uh, – you know, The fight doctor. Steve, yes. <laughs> I mean, he was, it was amazing what that – you know, seventh-round pick, right? Yeah. And he, Do you remember you know, the fight the doctor, Ferdy Pacheco? Of course I <laughs> do. There you go. I'm, I'm, you know, dude, I'm not that, that young, unfortunately. <laughs> Neither um, am I. But, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, you know, they ran the ball really well last night. You know, the, 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 again, and, and Jalen Hurts had the rushing yards and the passing yards. Right. And, 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 you know, the problem was the turnover. And for now for Tim Kelly, if this hire had been made a year ago, I think Titans fans would have been ecstatic. Uh, because you would have moved on from Todd Downing, but instead he was brought in as a pass game coordinator. And when Mike Vrabel said last week that you know he was helping on first and second down, that doesn't mean he was the play caller, okay? Todd Downing was the play caller. Right. He's the man who was fired. He was the guy who kept calling so many runs on first down. <laughs> Tim <laughs> Kelly was the pass game coordinator. You know, that means he his feedback was on the pass options on first down. So, uh, and, 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 and don't, I think the hiring of Charles London as the new, and um, geez, there's so many changes on the, t- the yeah. titles over there, uh, but he's now the new pass game coordinator and, you know, working with quarterbacks. And, you know, he's a guy who interviewed for the offensive coordinator job. So, you know, there are new ideas coming in from outside the building. Now, he spent the last two years with uh, Arthur Smith in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And then before that, he was with Matt Nagy, who's now at the Chiefs mm-hmm. in Chicago. And, yes, before that, he was with Tim Kelly and Mike Brable down in Houston. So there's a lot of familiarity, but he has been exposed to other ideas. And for the people who see this as, you know, Mike Brable promoting a buddy, uh, you do want some familiarity. I mean, Mike Brable kind of has, has said this a few times yeah. over the last few weeks that, they spend a lot of time together. So being able to have a working relationship mm-hmm. and having familiarity with each other, yes, that matters a lot. And then secondly, uh, he made it very clear Tuesday, he, he wants some new ideas. You know, he understands more, you know, as well as anyone that it's, that this league is about, you know, developing and, and, you know, and, and expanding, but you know, it, it's still a game. I'm going to steal something from Bull Durham here. You run the ball, you throw the ball, you catch the ball. Mm-hmm. And how you do that, that, you know, and how well you do that, you know, let's not forget something he said an awful lot as well. They need more speed. Yep. I, I, you know, this roster is the biggest problem that they've got, not the coaching staff. And the places that people wanted firings, Keith Carter, you know, people forget how long they wanted him. You know, that 2,000-yard season seemed to make people calm down on Keith Carter, but they wanted his head on a pike his first season. And Todd Downing, those two guys are gone. And now you've got Tony Dews is coaching tight ends. Luke Steckel switches over to the running backs and run game coordinator. 
Uh, you know, so they they they're mi- they did some mixing around. I love the hiring of Lori Locust, and for people who call it a woke move, uh, she's got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, from yeah, the time yeah. Of what people brought. need to stop with have- that. You know? Yeah. Do you have one? I don't think so. <laughs> shut, shut up and sit down. So you know. Tell them, team. Thank you. There's new people on this staff. They are going to bring new ideas in, and you know, it, it, it's one of those things that you find ways to get better or you fall back. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and Mike Vrabel understands that more than anybody. And for the people who accused me on Twitter last week of kissing up so I can get the first question. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Enough said. Uh, I ask the questions I need to ask, okay? I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's your Hall of Fame ring, Twitter troll? (laughs) I get paid to do this. You don't. Exactly. uh, Obviously, I'm making my bosses happy. T, I love it, man. I love it. Let them know. Tell them. Hey, real quick, um, wanted to ask you about Tennessee. Back-to-back buzzer beater, heartbreakers, Santiago Vescovi missing free throws. Where are you at with Tennessee? Can they forget about a one seed now? I'm I'm assuming. I would think so. Um, you know, but here's the thing: they've got num- uh, You know, the poll comes out in 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Alabama going to be uh, number one? You think? A lot of people are expecting them to be number one. Number yeah. one, Alabama is in Knoxville on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. You want to get right in a hurry? Beat number one Alabama on your home court on Wednesday night. Bounce back from. I mean, these are two heartbreakers. And how the Vols bounce back from this uh, will show us a lot. I mean, they were down 17, and they came back, had the lead. You know, Vescovy has got to be, you know, kicking himself more than anybody. Uh, you know, he's a great free-throw shooter. And, you know, and then it was a lane violation that stopped him on the second one. So, you know, the biggest lesson from the Tennessee Vols over these last two games, don't let a late three beat you and and make sure you you know get better at the free throw line and and, and clean some things up it's february it might hurt them in seating mm-hmm. but these are lessons that they can learn from and take with them into march for the games that will de- determine their season and how this team is ultimately remembered yeah and you know there are two different kinds of buzzer beaters too right t the first one vanderbilt that was just a well-designed play that got a guy open in the corner the the Missouri one was just a desperation heave. Absolutely, it was from the second S in Tennessee. I mean, yeah, it was. Right. I mean, that was a deep, you know, and desperation heave. Absolutely sums it up. You know, now could he have taken an extra second or two and gotten a little closer? Sure, but he wanted to make sure he beat the clock, mm-hmm. and he got that ball out of his hand, and he made the shot. Uh, and, and, and let's give props to Jerry Stackhouse and the, the way Vanderbilt executed in that game Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, Liam Robbins misses the shot. Tennessee, J- Julian Phillips has got to be kicking himself for not dunking the ball when he had the chance. Right. right. Uh, freshman who probably was remembering dribble, 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 make them foul you. Mm-hmm. Uh, next time he's going to throw that down. Learning lesson there. Uh, but the fact is, Vandy had to commit five fouls get them to the line in those final seconds. And then when they did get the rebound, they, you know, they, they take the timeout with four seconds left and manage to execute that play. Mannion going to the, you know, driving to the basket. And Vescovy is the guy who pulled off of Tyron Lawrence, leaving him wide open in the corner for that three. So, yep. again, defensive discipline, you know, hit your free throws, 
And, uh, and, and yeah, look at Vanderbilt now. They've got three straight SEC wins, pretty big ones. They went down to Florida and did what Tennessee couldn't do right. a week and a half ago. So, uh, you know, Vandy is trending up. Tennessee, we'll see if they can learn some in painful lessons. T, you know I always got your back uh, with those uh, Twitter trolls. I always got your back, kid. Thank you. And uh, if I don't respond to you on Twitter and you've been trying to troll me, it's because I'm smart enough to mute you. <laughs> There you go. Teresa, always a pleasure. Great stuff today. Have a great day, okay? You too. Take care, JB. All right. Teresa Walker from the Associated Press. We'll take a break.